Welcome back to Talking the Walk. This is episode 86, Slim Shady. I am Paul Patterson. And I am guest host Lee Nelson. No, I don't, I'm not sure exactly how well that went through uh, to start. So th- 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 we are talking the walk and this is episode 86, Slim Shady. Um, I'm not sure that it's a little different as far as how we're recording. And we're going to talk more about that later. But uh, thanks to Jake Brown and the original music, Bailey Bishop and the original artwork, social media director, nutritionist, Cole Hopkins, fact checker, Jill Martin, and marketing, Jeff Gravy. So... <clears throat> Here we are, we're back. And again, we'll talk more about that later. So this is a little bit different setup as far as this episode. We really don't have anything planned and, and hey, as far as a topic, we've got a couple of things that we're going to talk about. And then of course, uh, I, I've got a couple of questions. I got a watch update and we've got a couple other consistent uh, things as, as part of this. So uh, part of our show that we're going to, uh, going to get into. So, so why not without further ado, um, here's the watch update if everybody's ready. September challenge, got it. October challenge, got it. November challenge. No way, no way. Got it. Wow. December challenge, got it. And right wow. now, good for you. Uh, doing well for the, uh, the January challenge, which is I got to get 156.9 total miles for the month of January. And right now I'm at 62.4. So on pace, it's somewhere in between 4.7 and 5.1 miles a day. Um, so we're, we're, we're doing well. Okay. How, how did you get January or sorry, November and December? What was it like? Wake up? Um, I, honestly, I don't remember what they were. Some of them were just get your ac- activity. Some of them were um, get like so many 15 minute workouts in for the month. So even if. This is, yeah, and you can, you can argue that I was cheating. I'm fine with that, but I'm a winner. Okay. Winners so win. Think about that when this is going on. So if I did a 45 minute walk, I could actually get three 15 minute. Um, holy cow. My computer is going to restart if I don't, because I, I did some updates. Um, three 15 minute workouts in that 45 minute period. So that makes a huge difference. All right. Are you ready for the first question? Yes. Can someone buy the NCAA? I don't know why you'd want to. Well, then I, I mean, because then you could you could own it and you could make all the decisions or not. I don't know if you could buy. Could you purchase it? I, is it like a public company? I don't know the answer to that. That's why I'm asking. This is why it's my question. I always thought of the NCA like the Boys and Girls Athletic Association and Union, like it was a governing body of of a group of schools. So we couldn't buy it. I don't think so. Because okay. I mean, I, <clears throat> okay. don't you think it's just a matter of time before football, specifically, and maybe some of the other revenue sports are like, we're just going to go do our own thing. Well, it, it seems to be trending that way. Yeah. It just does. Okay, you ready for question number two? Mm-hmm. Driving towards the sun. So in the morning, driving east. In the afternoon, driving west. 
What are you? Are you a sunglasses, visor, both sunglasses and visor? Are you nothing? Or are you a hand? Do you get a hand out in front? Try to try to block the sun. What do you what do you got going on? I know I just, your answer. I just do sunglasses and just pray that like nobody's walking across the road. Cause some of the, it gets bright. Like there's certain times of the year where like, it doesn't matter. You could do whatever. I mean, if you really ask, what are you? I'm blind. Honestly, it is so bright sometimes that I'm just hoping that there's not something that jumps out in front. Cause you're just going muscle memory at that point. So are you, are your eyes open or closed when you're praying? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can't see. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I am. I am a visor person. I'm I'm not a, I don't like wearing sunglasses. The only, the only time in my life that I wear sunglasses is when I'm fishing. Hmm. And then they're polarized. Um, Other than that, I don't wear sunglasses. So it, it is for surely I'm a visor guy. Yeah, I think I would have Meaning, to like lower my pulling seat. Pulling the visor down. Does that yeah, make sense? I think I'd have in to the, lower my seat to be a visor guy, or otherwise it's just like in front of my yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. And I bet if you drew drove a, a, a truck, yeah, it'd be different for, sure. for you. Yeah. I mean, you, you do drive a, a, a car. No, I, dr- well, I drive an SUV. What do you drive now? I drive an Acadia. We've had it for like three or three years, I think. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, a so it's the just, Acadia. Yeah, I'm just saying when I I I'm just a little taller that when I sit in a car I sit up fairly high that a visor you are I a, put it if I put it down it is and I know people can't see this but my hand is right in front of my face like this is what it would look like <laughs> so I can see like probably six feet in front of the car and that's it. You are you are above average height. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ready for confessional? Yeah. So the, the first one is, um, yeah, and I don't, I doubt Scallon will listen to no. this, but he'll notice that, that another episode got posted and he is going to be furious with me that I didn't ask him to do that. So my confessional is the reason why I didn't ask him is it's been so long since we've done an episode that I truly believed that you and I had an episode planned already that we just kept pushing off. But I went back and looked at my notes and that was not the case. No. So that's why Scallon was not, not on here because I, I thought it was you and I having a, a one already planned. So oh, okay. Scallon, I apologize. You ready for number two? Mm-hmm. You need to stay close to that mic when you're doing this. It sounds much better than when you started. Okay. I'm in yeah. here. Is that yeah, better? Way better. So, so I am... Uh, I am in year, I just completed year 23 as the head football coach at Norwalk High School. This is the first year, first time ever in my head coaching career as a high school football coach that I received an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. I received it on the Friday night in which we were playing at Dallas Center Grimes. First time ever. Thought that was appropriate for the confessional. Was it worth it? I mean, did you deserve it? No, it was awful. I mean, in all honesty, all I said, it was the tone and the presentation, not what I said. Cause all I said was get it fixed. Mm. Cause I, I felt as though things were getting a chippy. Um, our quarterback was getting hit. What we, what we perceived as, as a little questionable as far as after the whistle 
and didn't feel like we were getting much help. And I, I just, I, it was not a very polite way of saying, get it fixed. And that official, he was young and whew, his flag went about 14.3 feet um, in the air as he threw it on me. Then he told me I was gone. And then the, then the older guy that was the back judge came over and said, it was your first penalty. So you can't be gone. So that's how that shook out. I had a panic attack. I had a panic moment because when he said I was gone, I was like, you just kicked me out of the game. And they, I mean, I won't tell you what I thought of the officiating crew, but um, yeah. Okay. I, That's what I got. Well, I'm going to comment on that one. I, I envision this get it fixed comment with a period after each word. <laughs> it like, was pretty quick. I, it, it? Was, it was get it fixed. Oh, I thought it was a get it no, fixed. Nope. I mean, it was, it was, it, it took probably a second and a half to get, get it fixed out of my mouth. Oh, okay. But most everybody could hear it because it was pretty loud. Okay. So you got anything? Yeah, I, well, I'm going to, it's kind of a confessional, kind of a, an update on life, but we, we got a dog a month and <laughs> Poppy. Uh, a month and a day ago. And I don't know if, if Misty just caught me in a moment of weakness and I eventually said yes, because I was pretty adamant, like, let's just wait until we get a dog. And being a month and a day in, I don't, I gotta, I gotta confess. I don't know if I'm ready to have a, a puppy. This is tough. <laughs> like I would have rather had a baby. At least, you know, and, where, and if I'm not mistaken, Poppy likes to chew on things. Yeah, and go to the bathroom, not outside. <laughs> so this is, I she's really cute and I really like her, but it's just there is a certain commitment level you need to have in order to to train a puppy. And I and I gotta admit, when it's cold, and you know it's a busy time of the year, my commitment level too to taking that dog out and, and working with it and trying to be attentive to her needs is not very high right now. The, uh, I, I think the other difficult thing for you is the fact that both girls are, are just young enough that it makes it very difficult for their attention span to be locked in well, on, on helping with all that and everything. Too. Yes, they're just old enough to know that they could help and, and also... <laughs> Just yes. young enough to not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, anything else in the confessional? I like that was that one was no, good. No, no, that's it. Um, so feedback. Geez, it was September fifteenth, by the way, was the last time we we recorded an episode. So we're gonna go ahead and skip feedback, uh, but we will bring it back. So you you send it in, and we'll we'll read it and get it taken care of. Uh, high school sports. For us bowling, um, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I have not seen much in the bowling world. Um, and, and none of you can see it, but Lee is watching the, the Iowa-Michigan men's basketball game and reacting right now to a big shot, I'm assuming, by Iowa. Um, and, and he's pretty jacked up. Um, boy swimming, the, the last thing that I saw uh, written by a parent 
um, and, and published for us was that they lost their last two swim meets, but I, I have not seen much um, from, from a swimming side either for us. So I, I don't know if you want to go talk bowling and swimming, and then we'll get into boys wrestling and girls wrestling next. So we just have four bowlers, three boys and a girl, and they, they bowl with Lincoln. Um, I, I, I don't know how that's going. I've literally never seen a result. They used to be really good about sending stuff out after me. Like here's, here's how last night went kind of thing, but I have not seen anything. Uh, this Do they year. have a new coach? I don't know. Okay. That I, okay. I don't Where, know. Where's their home, home lanes? Not a clue. Oh, you don't know that either? No. Okay. No. What about swimming? Uh, we've only hosted one so far. <clears throat> did you and go I, to that or did you, did you, no, it was, was the it first, a split night for you? It was the first Tuesday that we could host basketball games. So okay. again, I give the option why you wouldn't choose swimming <clears throat> would be crazy. Um, Cause you'll probably be done with swimming by the time a varsity boys game would start. So um, I did not go to that. I will have a chance to go to one next week. We host two next week. We host one before Christmas, November 29th. And then we don't host again until the 17th of January, but I think we host three again, then in, in a week, something like that. So pretty quick. Um, okay. They did release uh, state qualifying meet sites yesterday and both our schools will go to Ames. How, how many, uh, how many kids do you have from Indianola versus your, your, what is it? Knoxville. And I don't forget yeah, who it's, else you get. It's usually like half and half. Like okay. we'll provide half. And I haven't even seen the, I think we might, the numbers are starting to go down a little bit. And I, I was made aware that that would happen. Like they're just not the youth swimming programs like there used to be um, sure. in town. Everyone's going to other places specifically like that downtown. Why? Just because the facilities are better. And then you, you end up losing some kids. So, so yeah, that's where well, the uh, downtown Y is, is set up <clears throat> perfect, perfectly for big swim meets. Yes. Yep. So I, I just know the, the Indianola youth swim program is, is smaller than it was 10 years ago. So sure. Um, girls wrestling for, for everybody. I do believe regular season is now over um, as they get ready to go to their uh, state girls- qualifying meets. Our girls are are wrestling this weekend. Are they? Yeah, at Ankeny. Is this it then? No, their state qualifying meet is until the twenty seventh, that Friday of January. Okay. For whatever reason, I thought they were regular season was was dwindling. And, and well, done. I'm sure it is. It's not done, but it's definitely dwindling. Okay, for sure. And then the uh, and then of course the state qualifying meets is significantly different than any other sport right now yep. because yep. there are no classes. And, nope. and the state qualifying meets are humongous well, as well, far as schools. Two, yeah, there's two meets within one meet, if you will. Yeah, it, it's just it's there's a lot of schools at one spot mm-hmm. um, going through and trying to get that. So uh, our girls have have I mean they just don't have very many girls out to uh, to fill a full lineup, which then makes it tough in duels. However. Um, they have won a, fu- a few, and then and then we've had some good success in individual tournaments. Um, our girls have, and so and they've gone all over the place to wrestle, which is which has been pretty cool. So, a very good start 
to the very for the inaugural season of girls wrestling for us. Yeah, Boys I'll, wrestling. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to comment on girls wrestling while you were, or after you were yeah. done. Our, our season is essentially individual tournaments. We did do one duel with DCG and it was really cool. We did a, a middle school boys duel, um, a varsity girls duel. And then we had the, the JV portion and then the varsity boys after that. And it was, it was awesome. It was a great crowd, great crowd. Um, it, it was, it was fun. It was a good, I think a good experience for everybody that was there because there were a lot of people. So you would even say like the varsity boys duel, there were more people there because of the things that happened before. So I thought that sure. was, was really good, but yeah, most of our season has been uh, tournaments. So that's what we've done. The uh, um, in the basketball world, that would be called a mega night. That's so that's silly. What that would be called. I I, yeah. I do not like that term. <laughs> um, boys wrestling for us uh, going well. You know, at the at the end of the day, um, I, I think we are going to get into the top twenty four and have an opportunity for regional duels and and see where that brings us. Um, and, and we're going to talk about him here in just a little bit, but Maddox is, is I do believe, ranked number one and, and still undefeated at, at heavyweight. So things are going well for us and, and um, right in the thick of things. You know, we're, we're wrestling Grinnell tonight at Ankeny on Saturday, and then um, we've got Indianola coming up, and uh, um, that'll be senior night for us. So some uh, so and then is it the the I don't remember is it Ed Winger at Urbandale yeah, at Urbandale yep yeah that that's a really big tournament this weekend is a big tournament so um, lots of good wrestling to come for from the boys side still too yeah for us like a a, a pretty solid dual team um, probably not as explosive as we were last year with we just, we had some some pretty high end wrestlers last year and we have a couple this year but just a solid team overall um it's just tough to be solid in class 3a because the teams that are really good are are really good um, yes you know and like the the solid solid just doesn't work at that top end you know you try to keep some matches close and maybe give yourself a chance but a lot of those teams just have so many really good wrestlers. And when you aren't able to match the, the firepower, it, it is tough in a dual setting. So, um, but we, you know, Bowen Downey at 120 for us, who's, who's gotten third place twice at the state meet, um, you know, had a really good year. And um, we have a couple others that, that are pretty good. And, um, but like I said, it's just, when you judge it, you know, your record is on your duels. It's just tough. Like it's, it's a, tough thing to, to judge on wins and losses. Right. And then uh, girls basketball for us, we, we are um, middle of the pack for, for uh, little Hawkeye conference. And, and uh, um, we got, had a, had a win on Tuesday against Newton. And then we go to Oskaloosa tomorrow night. So got, got a legitimate chance there too. Um, got to play well, but, but got a chance close against Grinnell beat Pella Christian. So, um, girls gotta hopefully start because tomorrow night for us is, is last game of the first round of little Hawkeye conference, um, play. So next week, Friday, we will start round two. Um, and we, we, we've got a, 
we've got to start trending upward as far as consistency there. So, yeah, fairly similar for us. <clears throat> we have a, a, a decent team. Um, they had a little bit of a gauntlet last week. They had Grinnell, who's pretty solid on Tuesday on the road, um, lost by one, went to DCG on Friday. It was, I think, really just just a really nice basketball team. Lost by probably nine or ten, somewhere in there. And then we did welcome the Johnston Dragons on Saturday, um, who are a different level of good. Um, they when they want to be really good, I mean, they are impressive. They really are. They have a lot of good basketball players and a few that are really high end basketball players. So and young, yeah, yep, yep, they are two freshmen. Well, the one that, that you hear that are, about that a lot. are up in there starting. Yeah, at least one. And then they have the okay. they have a junior guard who I thought was by far the best player on the floor. She was really good, especially against and, us. And so. when they're playing their best, is anybody better than them? I, I don't think so. I'd have a hard time okay. figuring out who that might be if that's if there was somebody. Um, boys basketball for us. Uh, we are we are uh, up and down as far as who we beat. Um, you know, we, we lost to Pella, lost to DCG, but, but beat, uh, and played, played Indianola really well, uh, mm-hmm. lost by a point there, but, but beat uh, a solid Newton team, um, beat a Pella Christian team before they got red hot. Cause I think, didn't we talk yesterday that they were playing really well, uh, Pella Christian. And then, um, you know, we, we've, We've got a couple of games here and there that, that um, you know, I thought when we played Ballard, Ballard had a great record and, and we beat them by 20. Five, so I, I think 25. Also we, we've got a chance of points to, uh, that they scored in that game, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. We, we, uh, we, we've got a chance to, to finish pretty strong in the, in the uh, conference. And then of course we'll see where, where postseason takes us. But right now, um, Plain solid. Yeah, we are. We're undefeated. I don't know if that's ten and zero or eleven zero. I I don't know that off the top of my head. Um, but somewhere in that that area. And again, really, really nice group of seniors, which you saw in in football too. Like you know, those a lot of the same guys that that were there. Um, we did just lose our best player last week, so we played basically all last week without him. Um, Beaker Nell on Tuesday, uh, went to DCG, hit a shot with 0.3 seconds left to beat them, um, hosted Johnston on Saturday, found ourselves down 16 going into the fourth, uh, 14, we're still on 14 with 453 left and outscored them 17 to the last 453 and, um, found a way to win that. And then played Pella on Tuesday and nice win. Pella's got some good athletes. We kind of talked yesterday. That seems to be yep. the case with them all the time. So we play that Pella Christian team that we talked about that, that was up by 25 against DCG on Tuesday at half, which is pretty impressive. Um, and then we welcome Waukee on, on Saturday, which, you know, is again, I mean, I think that's part of, of when you're in the biggest class in basketball, I think you got to get yourself out there during the regular season and kind of see where you stack up and, um, you know, challenge yourself in that non-conference portion as much as you can. And um, we will definitely do that um, on Saturday. Well, you, you did it even against Johnson, who was solid. 
Yeah, just they. You know, they I mean, that's they. Their guys just look different than ours. They are they are grown men. <laughs> they are, and they're not even that old. Like they were sophomore and junior. Like the two dudes that were, you looked at them, you're like, wow, they they look good. Yeah, dudes. Um, so that's it for high school sports. Unless you had another one, I don't know that I don't have anything else. No, um, no non-sponsor tonight. We we we're easing back in. Uh, and no real topic. So, so let's first talk about why, why we're here and what happened. So first and foremost, the last episode that we did, we had to restart three times at the end. Oh because, yeah. I remember that because my computer ran out of storage space. So we had to restart and then we had to talk really quick, catch up and then, <laughs> and then piece it all together. Well, <laughs> my, my computer's not doing well. So then I was going to go, um, with a different computer, a Chromebook. Well, Chromebook was not very conducive to getting everything hooked up and taken care of. So now where we are is I, I'm, I'm using now a MacBook. Okay. Now, this is not, not a brag, but using a MacBook. The problem is the MacBook that I'm using at the time did not have a power cord. So it was dead. So then searching for that for an, an extended amount of time. And then from there, end up purchasing a, a, a power cord. And then I get, get ready. And then I realize that I do not have an adapter for hooking this beautiful sounding microphone up. So now got to get that ordered. So here we are finally, after all of that, recording through Zoom to get ready to upload to Anchor. So if you are hearing this, that means by the miracle of the podcast world, we are um, back up and running and we, we should be good. Hopefully we, we can stay consistent and get this taken care of. Um, and so that's why it took us so long. And then there were a couple of times where we were getting ready to record and then it, it just, <laughs> the desire to do it was not there, but, but we're back. And, and um, we should have all the necessary equipment to take care of it and get it done. I hope we're gonna, we're about to find out when when we stop recording and see where it all goes and how easy it is for me to upload it and get it taken care of. Okay, um, so who's winning? Uh, I was up uh, seven in overtime now. Okay, when, so game when I so when I celebrated earlier, they were down four and Peyton Sanford had a four point play to tie it with like twenty seconds left. Oh boy. Yeah. That's scary. Um, so just a reminder for everybody, if you've got any topic suggestions for us, make sure you let us know. And you can always let Cole Hopkins know through social media, whether that be uh, Instagram or Twitter at talking the walk, you can, you can go ahead and, and get that taken care of. So today um, the final piece of the free and reduced equation, free and reduced lunch equation uh, was taken care of and the department of ed passed it unanimously. Uh, and so moving forward, the 2023-2024 school year, really the 2023 football season, because that's the only sport that it impacts, um, that, that equation will, will take effect. And, and what you have is you get to take whatever your free and reduced lunch count is, okay, however many students that is, you get to subtract 40% of those students from that count which then reduces your enrollment by whatever that number is. And so that's what you're going to end up with 
as far as your classification enrollment number, uh, you're, you're subtracting those, that 40% of free and reduced lunch numbers. Okay. If you have questions about that, feel free, shoot me a, shoot me an email or a text and I can, I can get into it a little bit more uh, about how that would, would work. Um, but at the end of the day, what we've got next, um, well, first of all, what, what do you have? Uh, you got any thoughts on that one? I mean, I got a lot of thoughts about it. I, I think the first thought is it just, I had no idea that this was even being discussed. And then we get an email that says basically in, in 10 days or whatever, you're going to vote on this. And it was yep, really, that, that was it. Like there was never like any sort of communication before it. There was really no communication throughout the whole process. You could, you could write the athletic association uh, questions by filling out a form, but please only ask one question at a time. Like, do you want people to, to ask questions or do you want me to go fill this form out a hundred times? Like it, it just, it didn't feel like there was ever really any sort of communication that anybody wanted to happen because I don't think they really asked anybody. Um, and I'm not saying they should have gone to lean Elson and said, Hey, what do you think of this? But I don't know. I thought something to, to ADs ahead of time, like, Hey, what would you guys see as positives to this as, as negatives? What should we be looking at? I don't know. Ask the people that, that are in charge. Um, and, and how that affects everything that you're trying to affect. Maybe it doesn't affect it at all. Maybe it affects it a ton that you haven't thought about, but there was just never any sort of communication. And that was uh, just frustrating. I think overall. I, I would tell you from, from my end, looking at it actually, I mean, to be honest with you, two different ways, right? Looking at it through the Norwalk lens, because I think that's important um, to, 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 to do that. But then also looking at through the through the IFCA lens, and 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 not necessarily the the same things came into view um, through the IFCA lens. You know, the the biggest concern I've got is is uh, Class A football. That that is now I feel in jeopardy um, of of making it through uh, this this change. Um, and then. You know, the, the overall, my, my still my number one question, and I wish I had an answer, but there is no answer been, that's been given. Uh, what does this model look like if it's successful? How do we know it worked? And of course, the flip side of that is, is how does this, what does this model look like if it doesn't work? What, I mean, what's, if it fails, how do we know? So that, that to me, I think is, is something that should have been answered, um, and, and it has not been at this point in time that I know of, and, and that concerns me. So that's really, I mean, that's it in a nutshell because it's happening. And now I'm going to talk about that here in just a second about what that means timeline-wise so, so everybody's got a little bit better understanding. But right now, um, we're moving forward with it. Yeah, I, I feel like I that's was- it. I would just be really negative if I talked about it. So Okay, so let's do this. Let, let's talk about a vague timeline, okay? So now what's going to happen next is, is the athletic directors are going to get an email from the Iowa Athletic Association, just like they do all the time, about um, is this, can you confirm that this is your certified enrollment number? And then they'll send back yes. And then they will figure out 
what the free and reduced lunch percentage is, and then they will count up how many kids that counts, and then they will subtract 40% of that number, and then they will put it um, back together again, just like Humpty Dumpty, and then they'll come up with whatever your enrollment number is that's going to be used for classification. Once that's taken care of and, and confirmed, then what they will do is they will send out a list of all the schools, eight man through five A, and what classification they're going to be in. Now, what is in question? There are two things that are in question. Number one, what is the threshold for playing eight man football? It has been 120. It can't be 120. So what does that do? And then the second thing that I think is in question is who is impacted by the free and reduced lunch equation? Because you're going to be able to see who was in whatever class, and then you're going to see the final classification to say what class they are in for football. So you could end up with a Norwalk that based on enrollment would show class 4A, but based on the free and reduced equation now is in 5A for football. And that's a possibility. So those are the two things that, that I think are, are question marks and, and the eight man question mark is really big um, because they've got to set that threshold and then they've got to get it decided as to who's eligible and who's playing. That makes sense? Yep. Okay. Then from there, after you figure out, uh, after they release classifications, then what they're going to do is they're going to decide on districts. And of course, in 5A, it's pods. And then everybody else, it's districts. And then once they figure out and release districts, then what you'll have is, <clears throat> what is it, 10 days? Is that accurate? Something that like that you that, get yeah. to put your, put your, uh, your priority list together for your non-district opponents. And they'll give you seven. And then you've got to spend time working with people to, to say, hey, well, you put us down as one and we'll put you as one. And then, then you've got to submit your, your um, non-district priority list. And then from there, they'll release a schedule. And I would tell you that right now, based on how everything is going to shake out, we will be somewhere in that March to April time before we know what our schedules are. Based on, on the way that things have been moving up to this point, because they still, I don't know if anybody has noticed, but they still haven't released beds, even though beds got turned in in December because they, they were waiting for this vote to happen. They did release the public um, school enrollment numbers, though, on January 3rd. So, but is that, is that, so I'm, and I'm going to use Western Dubuque as an example. Yep. Did they, did they have Western Dubuque broke out? Cascade, Western Dubuque, Dyersville, Beckman. Does that make sense? Yes. Because the I Western believe... Dubuque school district is huge. I created a spreadsheet, so I have it somewhere. It was, there's a and, lot and, of numbers. And like, is Des Moines? Because Des Moines isn't, aren't no, they? No, they're, they're all the high schools. It has them. Okay, broken. so they are broken out. Yeah. So, so yes, like, if my numbers are right, Western Dubuque's beds number is going to be 691. Wow. Losing enrollment. Mm -hmm. Are you talking, is this the equation? No, that's, that's just the, the beds number. Holy smokes. They used to be bigger than us. Yeah. They're, they're, um, this year's freshmen and sophomore classes have 224 and 222. 
Wow. Yeah. Small. Yep. Huh. I believe I believe Norwalk's bed number will be seven sixty six. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. Okay. And so that that is you know as far as football goes, that's that's it in a nutshell as to how the world's going to work here in the next three four months. Um, and so you're just going to have to stay tuned to, to notices and publications and and uh, so well obviously social media will help you with all that, but um, and get that all squared away. So any final thoughts right there? I hope this is just a, a first step in, in trying to make football better. Uh, I hope it's the first step in trying to make all boys sports better. I think the girls have gotten a little closer with their classifications that they do for, for all of their sports. I mean, besides like the, the cross country and the, the track, which are co-ed essentially um, events. But I, I think, you know, I kind of told you, I think classification is the issue. I don't think it's necessarily how we get them into that classification. I think sure. that's where the, the biggest issue lies, but nobody really wants to tackle that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you've got any, any thoughts or anything like that, go ahead, you know, feel free, send it in. So we'll go to history. Um, Maddox Borshading Johnson for us will be our 13th representative uh, from Norwalk to play in the Iowa Shrine Bowl um, this summer. So really excited for him and, and really excited for that opportunity. And, and you know, he's, he's got a little work to do um, to get ready to play in the Shrine Bowl. So uh, that will be coming soon. We, we haven't met with our uh, Shrine representative yet to, to go through all of that stuff, but that'll be coming up here. But, but excited for Maddox and really, really happy for him. History-wise, I don't know the number for us, but Bennett Brick will be um, our representative in the Shrine Bowl. He was our oh, okay. Yep this this past year, who he actually just committed to uh, University of Sioux Falls um, to play football uh, for Coach Glow. So, home uh, of the Fighting Glogowskis now. Yep, yep, and actually, um, he hired a Northwood Kensett grad as his defensive coordinator. So, oh, really? Yeah, Spencer Capitani, who is young. He's probably 31, maybe, somewhere in there. I coached him in Little League Baseball. I know he's definitely younger than me. Um, so, um, yeah, I, that was pretty cool to see. Um, I know those two worked together at uh, Minnesota State when they were there. Spencer was just just right out of college working with them there. So it's cool to see okay. that opportunity in Sioux Falls. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, positive is our indoor track right now. Absolutely blissful to be inside being able to walk around as opposed to having to put three layers of, of bottoms and then seven layers of tops on to get out and, and do any walking in this weather. So uh, indoor track is our, is the huge positive. You got anything? Yeah. Mine would be, you know, since we uh, met last, we did pass that, the bond um, for place in place of, of part of our um, academic structure at the high school. And then also some athletic um, improvements that um, academically should be done like uh, 2026. After and that season. started, right? Uh, the planning has that construction. So, no, there's no construction. This construction I think will start like next, like late fall or winter, maybe somewhere in there. Okay. I don't know. Oh, I don't you know, know what? I, 
I'm confusing you with Dallas Center Grimes, who is oh, okay. under construction right now. My bad. My bad. So yeah, we are we're still in the planning phase. So we did go tour a couple schools. We toured Waukee Northwest and Ames. Um, saw some things that we liked and some things that we didn't. And then we've got together and and met. We'll have another meeting here. I want to say in two weeks, maybe, um, where they'll lay out some more plans for us, and then we'll have another meeting in February. And I think at that point you have the the structure in place and, and then they'll get it ready for, for bid. So that's, that's exciting. And it'll be, it'll be much needed for a lot of our high school. Um, it's just, our high school is, it, it does the job, but it's just, it's kind of lived past its, its life and, and what education is now specifically academically, you know, academics just look different than when that building was made and, it's going to be really important for, for our community and, and obviously our school. And you continue to grow. I mean, that's the other piece. Yeah. You, yep. you, you want, want when, when the population and the enrollment grows, so does the, so does the, the space. I mean, it yes. has to. And obviously we're not growing like a, a Norwalk or a, a DCG, but we're, we are a steady growth, just small and incremental, yeah. but yeah, I mean, even just walking in the hallways, I mean, you go through passing period and just, it's tough to get, through anywhere because it's just not built for for that yeah full full okay so i mean that that's it you know how do you drive are you sunglasses are you a visor are you both are you hand are you nothing uh, when you're driving east in the morning west in the afternoon and and um, if you got any any thoughts or anything like that feel free to uh share them with us but again uh we're back that's why it's called slim shady you know go tell a friend and then at the end of the day, if you are hearing this, that means that the miracle has happened that, that I was able to figure out how to get this uh, posted to, to anchor and everything um, with, with a new machine and a new device. And so let's hope that that works. So this is episode 86. It is January 12, 2023. I am Paul Patterson signing off for Talking the Walk. Thanks for listening. I am guest host Lee Nelson. We'll see you in three months.